Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day two of Christmas Contemplations. Christmas Contemplations is an eight-part series for the Advent season on A Moment with Jesus. Advent is a season in the church calendar starting on the Sunday four weeks before Christmas. It is a season of remembering the awaited birth of Jesus into the world as a humble baby and also a reminder that in our present moment in redemptive history, we too are also in an Advent season as we await the return of Jesus and the promise that God will make all things new. The hope is that these eight Christmas contemplations would allow your heart to center on Jesus, to allow him to bring you into deeper relationship with him in this season, and find joy, hope, peace, and love in the anticipation and the waiting. Take a moment and allow your heart to rest before Jesus. Let us begin today in prayer. Jesus, as we continue in this Advent series, continue to draw our hearts deeper into yours. Remind us that your story and what you are doing in the world is so much bigger than the sliver that we get to see. Give us strength, patience, and endurance as we wait. And may our faith stand firm in you. Amen. In day two, we are journeying from Matthew to the book of the prophet Isaiah, which was written in and around 700 years before the birth of Christ. The scripture we will look at today is the scripture that Matthew referenced in yesterday's reading. Isaiah chapter seven. Verses 1-17 through 17. In the days of Ahaz, 
the son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, king of Judah, Rezan, king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, the king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war against it, but could not yet mount an attack against it. When the house of David was told, Syria is in league with Ephraim, the heart of Ahaz, and the heart of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake before the wind. And the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out to meet Ahaz, you and Shear Jeseb, your son, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway to the washer's field, and say to him, Be careful, be quiet. Do not fear, and do not let your heart be faint because of these two smoldering stumps of firebrands, at the fierce anger of reason in Syria and the son of Remaliah, because Syria with Ephraim and the son of Remaliah has devised evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Judah and terrify it, and let us conquer it for ourselves and set up the son of Tabiel as king in the midst of it. Thus says the Lord God, It shall not stand, and it shall not come to pass. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is reason. And within 65 years, Ephraim will be shattered from being a people. And the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is the son of Remaliah. If you are not firm in faith, you will not be firm at all. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men, that ye weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the boy knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you dread will be deserted. The Lord will bring upon you and upon your people and upon your father's house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria.
Now that we have heard the words from Isaiah and perhaps read along, let us move into a time of reflection. Consider the length of time between Isaiah's prophecy and the birth of Jesus. Somewhere around 700 years prior. How does that give you perspective as you consider God's plans and purposes? How does that give you perspective in your own circumstances? Take some time and whether out loud or in a journal or just in the quiet of your own heart and mind, begin to reflect with God.
as we continue in reflection. Consider where is your ultimate hope and trust? In this chapter of Isaiah, King Ahaz is unable to see the firmest foundation is the one in God. For the text tells us that before the boy will know how to refuse the evil and choose the good, that the land of the two kings that Ahaz is concerned about will be deserted. So much on earth is temporal, but God's kingdom is eternal. Take some time and reflect on where you put your hope and trust. Are they set on the things that are eternal? Or are you distracted perhaps by things that will fade away?
as we continue on in reflection. How does today's passage hit you? After yesterday's reading of Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 24. Perhaps if you didn't get to listen to yesterday's, maybe you'll want to pull out your Bible now and read those verses. Or maybe you'll want to go back and and listen to yesterday's Christmas contemplation. But take some time and just consider how reading these verses shape your perspective as you hear them back to back as you see the verses that Matthew quoted. And just notice what comes up and what is surfacing and talk to Jesus about that. Now that we have spent some time reflecting on today's passage, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. One of the things we see in this passage is a call to stand firm in our faith. 
saying that if you are not firm in your faith, you will not be firm at all. Take some time and go to God in prayer. Ask him that you would stand firm in your faith and that your trust would be rooted in him. As we continue in prayer, both today and yesterday reminded us that Emmanuel means God with us. And the birth of Jesus as a baby brought him as a man to dwell among us. And his gift of the Holy Spirit in this time allows him to dwell in us. Who might you want to pray for today? who perhaps maybe needs to hear this message of Emmanuel, God with us, and find comfort and hope. Pray for whoever might come to mind for you in this time.
as we continue on today in prayer. In our reflection, we thought about our own life and where we place our hope and trust. As you consider that, did you notice places in your life where you need to remove some clutter? Where you need to give some more space for Jesus? If anything like that surfaced for you in the reflection, just take some time and pray over those things and those places in your life. Or perhaps maybe you just want to use this time and, and ask Jesus to reveal those places to you. Or perhaps you just want to take this last space of prayer to just connect quietly with God in the still of your own heart and mind.
If you feel like there is much more to say or you just want some more time to be with God, then press pause and continue on for as long as you like. But if you are feeling ready to close and move on to whatever may be next, let's close together in prayer. Jesus, draw us into a deep sense of trust in you and your plans. Give us eyes and ears to know what is lasting and what things will fade away. May we build into what is eternal in our lives. And may our faith in you be firm. And may we remember that you, God, are Emmanuel. Amen.